0: You are the person who thinks to yourself, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And you do it. You do it. But lately, lately, you're struggling with follow through. You're frustrated with yourself because you want to commit. You want it. But for some reason, you just aren't showing up and you're so annoyed with yourself. I get it. I get it, and what you need is a supportive structure that keeps you accountable so that you can live up to your aspirations. This episode is all things accountability, and I'm going to first help you determine what kind of accountability do you need. How do you need to be held accountable? And then I'm going to share three quick and powerful strategies to help establish accountability in your life. You deserve to rock the goals that you set for yourself and I know you're committed. I know you're capable You've got this. So let's make it happen Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused? But the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life If so, welcome to the plan goal plan podcast. I'm danielle mcgiew I'm a professor mom planner addict and recovering overachiever After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully. Of Lightly. Let's get started. Y'all, this is episode 50. 50 episodes. What? (laughs) This has gone so fast. It's been so wildly fun. I have been incredibly stretched, and I'm so, so grateful to each of you for listening. Creating this podcast has stretched me. It's been challenging. There have been weeks where it has been hard so to be 50 episodes in to be a top three percent podcast y'all oh my goodness i'm so humbled and those reviews you all the reviews that you leave me are gold i read every single one i i'm so moved that you would listen and then you would take the time to leave a review they keep me going when i have those tough weeks They are my encouragement. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And to those of you that have emailed me, that have signed up for coaching with me, that have joined the Facebook community, that have bought my goal-setting workbook on Etsy, I'm so appreciative. I'm so appreciative. And I hope, I hope that those things are a blessing in your life. Because that's why I'm here. I get real grumpy when people aren't living their potential. I get grumpy about that and I see you. I believe in you and you are amazing. And I want you to deep belly laugh every day. I want you to pause and have a conversation with a squirrel. I want you to play games with your kiddos. I want you to rock it at work. Make that impact. I want you to let go. I want you to shed all the fluff, cut out the noise. I want you to get real and focused on what matters right now in the season that you are in. And I want you to gently release anything that is not serving you. I've heard some different iterations of this, but recently I heard Mitch Matthew, who, by the way, is an absolute gem. And if you have not listened to the episode where I interview Mitch Matthews, you need need to check it out. But he says, you can do anything. You can do anything. But you can't do everything, at least not all at once. Okay, I'm kind of rambling, but I I guess I'm just, I'm feeling really grateful and I just want to thank you from the bottom, top sides of my heart for supporting this podcast. It means a lot to me. So, on to accountability. I work with a lot of graduate students on their thesis projects. And writing a thesis or dissertation is a bear, it's a bear. And different advisors have different ways of mentoring students through this process. So one approach that I adopted really early on is that if a student wants to work with me, they have to agree to have regular meetings with me. Because I find that it is really hard to sit in front of me week after week and tell me that you haven't made progress so having to report to me regularly is a really important way for me to hold them accountable, but also for them to hold themselves accountable. I was once working with a student who said, Danielle, you're too nice. I'm gonna need you to send me an mean email at least once a month. And so I started sending this student an email that said in the subject line, mean email. This is a kick in the butt that you need, or something like that. It was it was ridiculous, but she knew that she really needed some tough love. And so we found a, a playful, but still tough way to do that for her. Y'all, accountability is so important. When I reach out to people, when I work with people, one of the first questions I ask them is, you know, what's something that you're really struggling with related to accomplishing your goals or taking action on your plans? And almost always, the subject of accountability comes up. And what's really interesting is when people say that they need accountability, what's really underneath this is a desire for follow through, right? You know what you want, you know what you want to do, but for some reason, something's getting in the way and you want that extra support to help you do what you've committed to do. So accountability is really a form of support. What sort of support do you need so that you will achieve your goals? And in order to get that support, you really need to know, just like my student who knew, I need some tough love, right, Danielle? You're too nice. You need to know what type of accountability works for you. One of my favorite books on accountability that's not really on accountability is Gretchen Rubin's book, The Four Tendencies. And in this book, she creates a matrix in which she categorizes people into four different groups. You have upholders, obligers, questioners, and rebels. And basically, the thing that gets you into each category is how do you answer the question Do you respond to internal or external expectations? So, obligers, which apparently is what most of the population is, obligers respond to external expectations. We might think of obligers as people-pleasers. So, obligers are really great when other people are expecting things from them. So if your boss needs something, if your kids need something, if your partner needs something, you are quick to follow through for them. But as an obliger, you might really struggle with things like self-care or doing the things that you want to do because you're always taking care of other people. And you struggle to follow through on internal expectations. If that external expectation isn't there, you struggle with it. Upholders respond to both internal and external expectations. Upholders tend to have pretty good follow through. We might describe them as being pretty disciplined, but they can also be incredibly rigid and that rigidity can make them a bit difficult to work with. I am somewhere between an upholder and a questioner. A questioner is someone who is highly motivated by those internal expectations. So you really honor those promises that you make to yourself. And that's what really motivates you. But you're less motivated by external expectations. So, for example, my husband is definitely a questioner. He might even be a questioner that leans towards rebel. And if we are at a hotel, for example, and there are all of the rules to the pool. One, I have always read them. I read them. I know what the rules are. And if we break one of those rules, I start to get really anxious. Oh my gosh, we're breaking a rule. What if we get caught? I don't want to get in trouble. And my husband, he is the sort of person that he's like, that is a dumb rule. I don't need to follow it. If the rule doesn't make sense to him, he won't follow it. But if a rule does make sense to him, he'll have no problem following it. So questioners tend to really be motivated by logic as well. They're kind of persuaded that way. Now, rebels are an interesting group because rebels are really not responsive to internal or external expectations. They're really motivated by authenticity. So like, this is who I am, this is how I do things. And they might really struggle with follow through and are gonna need some really creative solutions. What's really helpful is Gretchen Rubin has a quiz that you can take, you can just Google Gretchen Rubin, the four tendencies quiz and it will pop up and you can see what tendency you are. Are you an upholder, an obliger, a questioner, or a rebel? What's really helpful about this is if you know what you are, you can start creating systems of accountability that meet the sort of expectations that you respond to. So one of my favorite examples in her book that she gives is about obligers. There's a group of two friends who are both obligers and they've been really struggling exercising. And so to help them follow through, what they do is they actually exchange their gym shoes with each other at the end of their workout. So they go home with each other's shoes. And what this does is it means that the next morning, if you don't show up at the gym, your friend's not going to be able to work out because you have their shoes. And I thought this is like a hilarious, but really creative way to recognize this is what I respond to. This is how I work. And I'm going to, I'm going to create a system of accountability that really responds to the way that I am motivated, to the expectations that I'm willing to hold. So I want you to think about what type of accountability works for you. Are you someone that likes a little bit of tough love? I know when I was younger, I did a lot of the Jillian Michael workout videos. And I just, you know, she would yell at you and I'd be like, yes, high knees, here I come. And that that was really effective for me. But I know for other people, that push can be really almost like claustrophobic for them and it can shut them down. So some people need gentle nudges and they need space where other people are going to need more firm feedback, more rigid forms of accountability that are really going to kind of push them. So figure out what type of accountability that you need so that you can create systems of accountability that work for you. So I want to offer you three quick and powerful strategies for holding holding yourself accountable. The very first one is to have a planning practice. I know, shocker, right? I think that you should plan. (laughs) Planning will make you aware of what is working and what isn't working. In fact, just getting in the habit of asking yourself those two questions on a weekly basis is an amazing start. What's working? What isn't working? And you start to notice some trends over time. Hey, when I have systems of accountability that look like this, I actually follow through. And you're going to start learning about yourself. And you might even find some ways then to put those systems into place or to make sure that those foundations are there so that you can follow through. I also find that planning practices and rituals that are done in a way that invites reflection, they can act as a system of accountability. So for example, if at the beginning of the week, I set an intention and I know that at the end of the week, I'm gonna go back to that intention and I'm gonna ask myself, hey, did I live the intention I set for myself? I'm more likely to hold myself accountable. So this is especially an important technique for upholders or questioners that respond really well to internal expectations. Now, if you're just tuning into this podcast or you're looking to start a planning practice that incorporates reflection into it, I highly recommend that you check out episode four on weekly previews and reviews. Those weekly previews and reviews really could create a system of accountability for you. So my second tip is you don't have to go at this alone. Don't do it alone. Join the Plan Go Plan Facebook community. If you are on there, you can say, hey, I need an accountability partner and, you know, we'll pair you with someone you can let your partner know what type of accountability is helpful for you. If you need a face-to-face group, consider starting a Goal Get group with your friends. You know, where you get together once a month, you set goals, you check in with each other, and throughout the month, you can send each other encouraging texts. Having community to support you, one, I think is just important no matter what. But if you are an obliger or you're an upholder that's motivated by external expectation, these, these community forms of accountability are going to be especially helpful. My final tip for creating a system of accountability is to hire a time management coach. Y'all, I'll do it. I'll be your, I'll be your accountability buddy then I can take you step-by-step through processes that are proven to work. You're going to waste less time experimenting and trying out things that don't work because I can get you to those things that do work a lot faster. And because I do cost money, you're going to be more likely to follow through. That money is going to be a form of commitment. When we invest financially into something, we are more likely to follow through. That's why there's, you know, there's these apps out there where you can set a goal with cash stakes, and if you don't hit your goal, you have to like donate money to a charity that supports a political organization that you detest or something like that. I think that one of these is called Stick. It's spelled S-T-I-K-K. But there, there's a whole handful of these sorts of apps that ask you to financially invest because when you financially invest. When we put money on the line, we are more likely to follow through. A bonus is that as a coach, I've been trained to pay attention to what your needs are. I've been trained to notice what's getting in your way. And then I have systems and I have practices that are proven to help you. All sorts of tools in my toolbox to help you troubleshoot things. Plus, sometimes it's just really nice to have someone who believes in you, that's cheering you on, that has your back, and y'all, I have your back. I am cheering you on. Hiring a time management coach works for all types of tendencies, but I think that especially if you are a rebel or an obliger and you really need that external accountability, this is going to be an important approach to you. So if you're interested in setting up a time management coaching session with me, go to plangoplan.com and click on coaching. Y'all, I got you. To recap, learn how you like to be held accountable. Know what you respond to. And then adopt a planning practice if you haven't already. Make sure that you're incorporating reflective practices into your planning practice. Find your people. Join the Plan Go Plan Facebook community. If you need a face-to-face community, build it. Grow a community of your own. Surround yourself with people who are going to support you as you achieve your goals. Finally, consider hiring a time management coach. That extra commitment, that extra accountability might be exactly what you need to get you back To being the person who thinks to yourself, I'm going to do it. And then you just do it. You just do it. I want you all to achieve your goals. I want you to achieve your goals and I want you to do it delightfully. It is so empowering. So confidence building. To set a goal for yourself and to follow through whether your goal is to throw the biggest, baddest neighborhood party or to spend more time outside with your family. Or maybe you need to get yourself out of a soul-sucking job. I know that you can do this. I know that you have the commitment, the capabilities. I know it. I wish for you a willingness to put yourself out there in order to get whatever type of accountability you need. I wish for you follow through, and confidence that you might take the next right step right now. Let's do this. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all. So pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan, and digital message me. I want to say hello. I wanna geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.